Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. All right, Rob, let's get to this. And uh, it's something you've been saying for a long time. And what's interesting is that one of LeBron James's teammates, now he didn't reference you, but he's sharing the same sentiment that you shared for years that you think LeBron James has ruined basketball. And Iman Shumpert, one of his teammates with the Cleveland Cavaliers, said the same thing. Here he is on the bootleg Kev podcast this week. It wasn't Katie. It was Braun first going to Miami. Braun knows he ruined you, basketball. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you think that was... I always look at the Braun first... Braun ruined basketball. So he, thought Le- he, was, he thought he was making it better. I get it. So you think LeBron <laughs> ruined it for everything? Me personally, I love the NBA for the loyalty that I thought was there. He basically knocked the fourth wall down like, man, the owners ain't They bull We doing what we want. Great business move for sure, but... When you think about it outside looking in, like, I got people tweeting me right now. They, like, literally talking about owners and trades. It's like, bro, y'all not supposed to be talking about none of this, actually. All right, there he is, Iman Shumar. I'm going to let you go ahead, Rob. I'm I'm sure some music will come in at some point. No, we don't. You know what's funny, Chris, to be honest? I'm glad you gave me credit for this, some credit. Because I have been saying well, this Well, I don't years. know if it's credit, but well, I'm, I'm but saying I mean, you said but, but at least that I've said this before, <laughs> right. a long time ago, right? Five years ago. I actually even pitched a book to a company, Chris, about this. I pitched you a book. Sh- that, I'm sure they'd want that book. Where, where's nah, that they were, they were They were like, what? Uh, they didn't want that book? I, can you believe that? I, I, I wow, pitched that, a book that, like, yeah, that don't make it sense. It don't even make sense, Chris. No. I pitched this book about three or four years ago. Uh, and they brought me back and was like, they, they didn't want it. I was like, okay. I Was Was it surprised. uninterrupted you pitched? Was that the company? No, that was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my goodness. No, that would be Maverick a mistake, Carter right? was like, yeah. no, 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 we're, we're not, not going doing that route. Right. I don't know. Maybe they had some relationship with LeBron, but they were like, I, I, I was floored, I, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I'm shocked at that. That they, like, you know, people are looking for a good book and stuff. To, but anyway, Shumpert is correct. And LeBron has ruined the NBA, and he has a right as a free agent to do whatever he wants. But what I was saying is, the I don't believe, Chris, that some of the movement that we saw would have happened had LeBron stayed put. I'm not sure that KD would have left OKC and... and uh, I, There's, Rob, I, I don't necessarily agree with you, and I'm going to obviously share my point after you, but... I you are hundred. I don't even think, and I'm gonna say this. I don't think it even enters Kevin Durant's nope. mind I to agree. go to Golden State. Like I, I just think you're like that's not even possible. No, no way. I'm no. no you don't doubt. even think about it, right? I, you don't I even agree. Think about it. I agree, no and I and I think also what he did was to upset the apple cart in the Eastern Conference. And people say, you know, well, what's the big deal? You know, Toronto and Miami and Cleveland. Well, what it did was. It had a domino effect, 
And then he put together a team that he honestly believed when he said that, not two, not three, not four. Like, they, he honestly believed, like, yep, he had, right, he he had put four, together a dream team, five. Chris, and they were going to win, am I right, four or no, five I championships. Yep. That I was agree. not hyperbole. I don't that think was anybody, what he thought. Rob, I'm sure you were against the move right that night, and obviously a lot of – most of the basketball world, to be honest. I was one of the ones in the minority – when I was on SportsCenter talking about, you know, basically not killing him. Um, but even you would say, don't you think most people thought they were going to win at least three rings? Oh, yeah. They, in, they were going to do years. something special. In four years. Like, right. right? And three in, three in a row, like the Lakers last did with Shaq right. and Kobe, that puts you in rarefied air. Doing something like that. Two out of four, Chris. And, and even, the, you know, losing to Dallas was a bad mark on that team. I know they won two championships. I'm not going to kill them. Right. But that was a bad loss to a one-star team with some aging veterans, right? They should have won that. Right. You know, they needed a, the, the Ray Allen shot and all the other stuff. Like, it, wasn't a, it was a struggle. It wasn't as easy. I don't think that was one of the best teams ever. No, Let's it just it wasn't. It, it, just yeah, did, it, it, did, mean, it really didn't form and come together. But it no. did – Change the dynamics of of the league, and they've always been dominant teams. So I'm not going to say that, but they were organically uh, they organically happen, and if and it just felt different. Chris, I get the Celtics, I get the Lakers, but even when uh, the Lakers got Magic, it was via a trade of something that happened, and nobody knew what it was going to be. That pick, you know, like they, it was very fortunate that it happened that way for them. And they were, right, right, right. right. But I'm saying it, it became they got a pick because they were a good team and they were able to get it. So I do believe, I think Shumpert is right that LeBron has ruined the NBA in a way. And that's why it was great. And I wrote this column for Deadspin uh, when Giannis decided to stay, that the NBA should be thankful for him to buck the trend that LeBron started. And I'll say one last thing and let you go. And, and you're right when you bring up Durant and that he probably wouldn't even thought about going to Golden State, but I've said it a million times. LeBron started MySpace, and then Durant and the Warriors started face, uh, right. Facebook. Facebook. And, no and they blew LeBron out of the water. And Chris, think about this. It probably cost LeBron a couple of championships – like the you know the, the on the back well, end, yes, but probably, would he have won? But he did get two championships in no, Miami. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm just saying. I but, agree but, with you. But it did cost him later on if yep. that super team was never built by him putting that right uh, uh, blueprint out there. So right. I'm not saying he could have stayed in Cleveland. Maybe he kind of got a team, and maybe they could have won. And Kevin Durant never went there. I'm just saying it's ironic how that actually wound up costing right. him. Right. That's okay, here's what I say. So I, I, the only thing I agree with what Shumper said was when he said, I guess the interviewer asked him, did KD ruin basketball or whatever, right? And he said, no, it was LeBron. Only thing I agree with him on is when he says LeBron kind of triggered what KD did. Because we said it. We, I don't even think it enters his mind to go to – a team that had just beaten you in the Western Conference Finals, a team that had already won a championship, like, I just don't think it pops into his mind to go there if LeBron doesn't go to Miami. So he's right that LeBron kind of started this trend of players leaving uh, their teams and going to, quote-unquote, super teams. 
Uh, but I here's where I disagree. I think LeBron just empowered players, and I think that's a good thing. Uh, there have you you alluded to it, Rob. There have always been quote unquote super teams. You and not even we think of the Lakers in the eighties with Magic, Kareem, Worthy, Norm Nixon, so on and so forth. We think of Bird, McHale, Parrish, Dennis Johnson, so on and so so forth. Doctor J, even the one year they won it with Moses Malone, and you know he already had Andrew Tony and some really good players. Mo Cheeks. But you can go back further than that, Rob. And I'm not talking about the 60s with the, the Boston Celtics. I'm talk, talking about uh, the, the Lakers when they had Elgin Baylor, Jerry West, and Wilt Chamberlain. So you've had super teams long before LeBron. And we always talk about the Celtics with Garnett, Pierce, and Ray Allen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but the only but difference they with were, that, I agree. They were again. They were trades, They were put right. together by the teams. However, why can't players put together a team? If the players can do it well, then what's the problem? Like, the pro- the, I, if a okay, GM can do that. it, why can't? It, but let, but let okay, me let okay, me let me finish. I want to. I do think players have taken it too far. Ben Simmons, what he's doing is ridiculous. It's a travesty, and it's horrible for the game. And believe you me, the owners are going to crush the players in the next collective bargaining agreement they have to. to stop this. Right? What James Harden did in leaving Houston, I didn't agree with. What Anthony Davis did in leaving New Orleans, I don't like. LeBron James has never – think about it, Rob. He has always played out his contract and gone to the nth degree in that final year to win the championship. He tried his best. He failed. But he would try, he never shortchanged his team. Now, just like you shouldn't blame Jordan because when he came in and he was so dynamic and high flying and one on one that a, a generation of players began playing one on one basketball to the detriment of the game, or you can't blame Steph Curry because he shot from 30 feet, that now you got a generation of guys shooting shots they shouldn't take. You can't blame that on Curry or Jordan. It's not their fault. Other people copied them who weren't capable of doing it and took it to the nth degree in a negative way. I think Ben Simmons, Anthony Davis, Harden, if you want to track them to LeBron, okay. But they took it to a place it never should have gone. That's not LeBron's fault. LeBron did it the right way. When I'm a free agent, I'll do what I want to do. But until then, I'm playing out my contract. And there's if the team, if Rob, if the GM and the president can't get you a championship level team, then you and you can do it yourself. Then do it. No, I'd say this is where I disagree with that. I think what LeBron did in trying to stack the deck, he messed with the integrity, and it's it's the reason you have a draft. It's a reason that you try to spread the wealth of talent. And once you do that at, from, a, from a competitive standpoint and you're trying to take, you're trying to stack the deck in your favor, it takes away some of it. That's why it's not only just reporters or people. You hear veteran players, Clyde and, and uh, Walt Clyde Frazier and other people are like, well, LeBron, you know, they, they kind of wink, wink and say, well, I don't know because he stacked the deck. I heard Dr. J say it. It's just a different thing when you talk about competitiveness and whether or not you want to beat some of the best players in your era. 
Right. I think that's what LeBron has 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 taken away from us. But everybody's Some, not buying into that. I, I, I'm just saying not, the two best players of this generation, LeBron and Durant, have bought into it. Yeah, I'm just saying that's it. That, that, that's but but that's I what know, I that, love. I, I shouldn't say that's it, but yeah, but, the but, two but yeah, obviously. but but I just love like like the competition factor of it is about beating people, and that's that AAU style. I want to hear from people. Well, I, well I've already said, Rob, if. If you put them side by side, the guy that goes to the park and is like, give me whoever, and wins, has done more than the guy that goes to the park and says, you know what? I was watching y'all. All right, give me this dude. Give me that dude. And they're the best ones there. Right. I'll give you that. So if you stack up, say, what Jordan or Giannis did compared to what LeBron and KD did, Jordan and Giannis had a greater accomplishment. I'll give you that. Okay. That's, but that's I don't think it's been bad for the game. Golden State was bad for the game. Okay. But Miami, that it adds excitement, Rob. It, Brooklyn is exciting now with the three stars. Miami was exciting. Golden State, not really because they were so much better than everybody else. But it, it has been exciting when guys come together. Kawhi and Paul George. I mean, I don't think it's bad for the game. And you got more competitive balance now than you had in the 80s. 80s five teams made the finals. Yeah, not won it, made it. it, it you had no it, freaking competitive balance it, in the it 80s. Do, it doesn't feel like that. Even, even but it, the team, facts. Even, I, I bring but facts. Even the you team bring that feelings. Didn't make I bring it, facts. Even if that's, the team we that didn't that. make it, like when you had, yeah, right. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The story here, though, is them bringing back Antonio Brown and Bruce Arians, who, of course, when they signed Antonio, remember, let's let's go way back. We know Tom Brady likes Antonio Brown. And when there was talk about Antonio joining the Buccaneers last season after he, you know, served his suspension, was an eight-game suspension, uh, Bruce Arians said he wasn't interested. And then, obviously, Tom Brady was interested, and so they signed him. And then Aaron said if he screws up one time, that's a paraphrase, but if he messes up one time, he's gone. Well, he messed up one time, and uh, he's not gone. He's back. Now, Aaron said, Rob, that last year he thought he saw some positives from Antonio, so that's why he's changed his mind. And then here's what he said uh, as well. Didn't get much of a chance to dive into this yesterday, but you did bring back Antonio Brown after saying that he screws up one time and he's done. So what made you decide to give him another chance? Well, the history has changed since that statement. You know, um, a lot of things went on last year that I was very proud of him and I made a decision that this was best for our football team. What was the decision-making process for you like, knowing that some people might go back to those comments you made publicly about Brown and say, wait a minute, hasn't this guy had enough chances? I could give a what they think. The only thing I care about is this football team and what's best for us. All right, Rob, your thoughts? Um, 
Bruce Arians uh, has sold his soul. And if that's what he needs to win football games, and that's all he needs. And I say that, Chris, from the standpoint, if it wasn't about screwing up one time, you wouldn't have to say that. You, didn't, you never had to put that out there. You never had to tell people what your decision-making was. We need a wide receiver. Antonio Brown's one of the greatest receivers, and we're signing him. You don't have, you're, you're the one. Nobody pinned you to the wall and said, well, if he screws up, is, is that going to be? You said that. And now you act like uh, everybody else is a hypocrite or everybody else is wrong because they're calling you out on your own words. Bruce Arians, you said that. You didn't have to say any of that. You could say, I'm going to keep whoever's on my team because I'm trying to win a Super Bowl and I don't care. All right? And the only problem with this, Chris— Which is, what, which is the truth. Which is. But the only problem I have with this is, you know— Antonio Brown made their organization look foolish. They're the ones who ran out and put out a statement that, no, he's good. Uh, We don't know where this is coming from. You remember that? They rushed to his defense only to find out that, yes, indeed, he had gone out to uh, get a fake vaccination card, which is a felony in these United States, okay? This ain't no, oh, he just uh, bumped into the, here is he going then. They force him to pay a guy, a chef, who he didn't want to pay and owe $10,000. If you want to forget about all that, what about compromising the health of some of his teammates? Rip Aaron Rodgers all you want. You have a right to. He lied in front of the media. But he didn't lie in front of his teammates and the people who are around. Antonio Brown was not vaccinated, walking around with the other people because he didn't want to be in, in protocol, Chris. Bruce Arians has a compromised immune system and some other people there. God forbid something happened to one of those guys. It's easy to say history's changed because nobody got seriously ill and nothing bad happened. Look at what they did to Haskins, a young kid in his 20s who went to a strip club with no mask. Why? Rivera had cancer, Chris. He has a compromised immune system. And they didn't want to play around with that when someone doesn't take it seriously. And for Bruce Arians to make it like, uh, I don't care what you guys think. You said it. Nobody held you to that. That was your standard. Why would you say that? One screw up and he out of here. He had his big boy pants on that day. He was out there telling you that he was the, the sheriff in town and he had on his boots and he was going to kick ass if Antonio Brown didn't fall in line. Well, guess what? He didn't fall in line. He made the organization look foolish. And you know what? Bruce Arian swallowed his pride, swallowed his word, because all he cares about is winning a damn football game and a Super Bowl. I hope you don't win it, but congratulations, Bruce Arians. I got no problem with Bruce Arians. People can change their mind, and people can make mistakes. And his statement about if he screws up one time, at that point in time, he probably meant it, but keeping it real, if Tom Brady and would have wanted him back, even had he screwed up last season, maybe he still would have been on the time, even with team with one screw up. But circumstances do change, Rob. I mean, I don't know what went on last season, but 
Antonio Brown was great on the field, and we didn't see any – there were no problems off the field that we know of. So when Bruce Arian says, you know what, I saw growth. I saw some things last year that when I said if you screw up one time, you know, I meant it, but I saw maturity from him. He obviously helped the football team, but off the field, I thought he behaved himself well. That, that, that Things can change. I mean, there's no – I'm not going to hold everybody to something they said in the past when circumstances may have changed. And that's what he said. Now, I, I think at the end of the day, Rob, you're right. What they – I mean, Bruce Aarons is one that was compromised. I mean, that it was terrible. And you know I said from the get-go – if Antonio Brown tried to fool his teammates and his organization, which he did for a, a prolonged period of time, it wasn't like a couple hours, it wasn't like a day, it was a prolonged period of time, I thought the league should have suspended him. The league. If you leave it up to the teams, for the most part, they're going to play a guy that the league says can play. I mean, look around. We got dudes accused of domestic violence. Not accused, but who did domestic violence. Some who were accused, some who, you know, actually were, you know, we know committed it. There, Antonio Brown, if it was about character, he never would have been there in the first place. <laughs> this is about winning. So the league needs to come down. If they don't want a dude in the league, if they think what he did was so egregious, take it out of the coach's hands. Take it out of the quarterback's hands because that coach ain't judged on how nice his players are. He's not judged on how good of a citizen his players are. He's judged on are you winning? His job relies on that. Chris, so I, take I, it out I, of their hands and put it. You know my morals, Chris. I disagree I just, with a whole I could lot not, that I could these not dudes disagree are doing. With you more, but I, I, I it, understand we live in a world where everybody doesn't have the same views as I do. And if the league, Roger Goodell, should have came down and said, no, he tried to lie. He lied to his organization. He's suspended for the rest of the season. If they say he can play, I'm not going to blame the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for saying, you know what? He can help us. And we're here to win. A a hockey player did it in, in the NHL. Got suspended for 23 games without pay because by the it, league, by the league, okay. because the league jumped in and said, "No, you can't do that. It, it's a felony. It's That's a crime." That's what I just said. If the no, league, know, the, the I, league I, should do it, but the league did it in the NHL. All I'm saying is that Bruce Arians, he can do whatever he wants. Chris, God, I just hope everybody's fine and nobody has any ill effects from what happened. But to win at all costs when someone is that selfish and, and in a health situation, that's what bothers me. This ain't just about – Well, then uh, how many teams can you pull for? They all trying to win at all costs. They no, all got no, dudes I'm, of I'm shady character. About, I'm talking about in a, in, a, in a pandemic where people are dying that you would, you would just – Put other people at risk. Just be honest, Chris. I'm not getting vaccinated. Where, where do I need to go no, for the I, protocol? I agree. That's with all that. I'm asking you. I'm not t- trying no, to I be. I agree with you on that. That's all. Hey, I don't want to be vaccinated. Kyrie, I give Kyrie credit. I don't want to be vaccinated. Okay, we play different rules with you. You got to go in this room. You got to stay over here. You got to do that. Kirk Cousins did it. I respect those guys. I don't respect a guy. Who is selfish. Did you respect him anyway? Did you no, respect but, him before this? I mean, come on. The dude, his character Chris, is as shady as it gets. 
Freudian there, there, football there are issues. Player. There's no doubt about it. But but I, but health. Some of those things that he did. I, it, look, it wasn't I'm a matter. With you. That's why I think the okay. league should have suspended him. I just I, for the I rest just, of the season. I just. But think I'm that not a team. Man, you got all types of dudes out here playing, and the team is like, look, we're trying to win. That I, I, I'm with you on what he did is terrible. But Tampa Bay, they try, and you know this, Rob, it's all about how well you play. You know what? Dwayne Haskins, and I know Ron Rivera was compromised and all that. He had cancer. But I mean, they also that were looking at club. Dwayne Haskins like, you know what? He ain't that good either. Well, I, I, I mean, had that. he been I, I had he been that. Lamar Jackson, <laughs> no, I, he might have still I, been I, on the team. I get how that goes. I, I'm not naive, but I just think for somebody who who stood up there and was talking about one mess up and you're out, it's just it just he made a mistake. It, it, it rubs me the wrong way. That's he all. made a mistake. It, ru- it rubs he, me the wrong way. He said the wrong thing. I mean, that's what it is. He said the wrong thing, or and he obviously changed his mind. And circumstances can change. Maybe he's not a man of character, and maybe he's just a man who it doesn't matter. Some people, Chris, you know what? Let me tell you. And and you know what? In the neighborhood, people would love to help the kids. And when we played Little League Baseball, if the the local drug dealer came over and donated $20,000 to the Little League, guess what? The Little League would say, thank you, but we don't want that money. I don't care how many uniforms, gloves, bats, whatever it will buy, we don't want that money. You don't have to owe. And I'm not saying this is the That's same little level. League. It's not the same level. But, you're but dealing I'm just with saying, little kids who, who yeah, you're but trying you don't to have develop to take character it just in. Because it's There's help no you. money involved. You don't have to take you don't have I mean, to take I get it, but this is a billion-dollar business. This ain't little kids that you're trying to develop character in and teach to do yeah, the right thing. Yeah, but they thing. need uniforms. They need gloves. Why do we care where the money comes from? It's different. It's two different things. It's two different things. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Urban Meyer uh, went on a media spree Sunday, I believe it was, or this weekend, and kind of told his side of the story. And he got some uh, defense uh, defenders, Brady Quinn, here on Fox Sports Radio, who does the great show, Two, Two Pros and a Joe with LeVar Arrington and our buddy Jonas Knox. Yes. And then Jimmy Johnson, who is a good friend uh, of Urban Myers, reportedly. And uh, Jimmy Johnson said on Fox pregame show, I was watching this live, Rob, but he said that uh, basically Urban, there was a lot of backstabbing going on. Um, He said when he was in Dallas, like he told Urban, look, you, you – your first year is going to be ugly. You're going to lose a lot. And he he was 1-15 his first year in Dallas, Rob. And he said the difference was, though, that he, when he was in Dallas, he had his entire coaching staff from college, his administrative assistant from college, his PR director, his trainer, all from college. And he said we were all on the same page. And then he said Urban didn't have that in Jacksonville. And there was a lot of backstabbing. This is a direct quote. One thing or the other because he didn't have his people. But he did pick his staff, Rob. So I, I, they might not have been the exact guys you had at Ohio State, but well, you, and you, you can't do that, Chris, because you know people have jobs already, right? Like he hasn't been right. coaching for a couple of years, but people waiting around waiting for him. Exactly, yeah, they're at other places, right? Yep. With their families. I mean, and Ryan gotten... Day is freaking the head coach. Exactly. For Ohio State. So, so you can't. It's not automatic. And, 
And like you said, it's, it was his staff, though. He did pick those guys, ultimately. Right. So, but yeah. you, so you saw Jimmy Johnson and Brady Quinn. You know, they really defended. Here's what Brady said. Um, where can I find what he said? Uh, he just defended him. He said well, he really well, didn't have this, a chance. Well, this is the problem you have. And we've heard LeVar on here say that they didn't give him a fair chance. And, and, and it's none of it's true. And, and the problem that you have, and I'm going to just call it out. This is, this is the problem when you have, quote, unquote, media members who are friends with people and they're in bed with each other. Okay? I'm just, this is what happens. So they're friends with Urban Meyer. They're going to make it as if it's everybody else's fault. The media had it in for him. People were backstabbing him. Urban Meyer did this stuff. Not, I would love to hear Brady Quinn say, oh, yeah, the media made him leave his team behind. I mean, let, let his team take off. He stayed in Columbus and, and got a lap dance uh, that everybody recorded. Or that he kicked the player uh, in the preseason. Okay? Or that um, he called his, uh, the guys that he hired to come work with him losers. Right. I mean, who, nobody, the media didn't do any of that, Chris. Right. Or that he hired Chris Doyle. He hired him, and he stood up there at the podium and defended the guy up and down, Chris, when everybody knew that was a bad hire. Brady Quinn, Jimmy Johnson, LeVar Arrington, answer those questions. Stop putting it on the media because he's a friend, or you like him, or you were on the set with him. No, he did it to himself. He sabotaged himself. The media didn't do that. Oh, this backstabbing. Oh, and, and, you know, they just didn't like him. Oh, and, 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 he didn't give him a, a chance. Who was the coach in Denver? Vance Joseph? Chris, how many years did he get? Right. He got one year. Coach in Arizona, I can't even remember his name, who got fired after one year. It wasn't it Vance Joseph? Before Joseph? Cliff Kingsbury. No, Steve Wilkes. Vance Steve Joseph Wilkes. was in Denver. I'm, Steve Don't, Wilkes. Joseph did get more than one year, by the way. Steve Wilkes. I, that's his name. Yeah, I'm sorry. Steve Wilkes Steve got Wilkes. one year. But, but coaches have been fired after one year, Chris. Yes. The time had come. If he wasn't Urban Meyer, the college legend, right? When he left, when he stayed behind in Columbus, Chris, almost any other coach would have been fired right then and there. They didn't pull a plug because of his resume and who he was. They know that. You're right. Come on. And first of all, Urban Meyer was not fired because they were 2-11. Okay, he would have survived a bad season. Nobody expected him. I don't think Shad Khan expected – he might not have expected 2-11, and 11, but he didn't expect him to come in and turn that team around immediately, I don't think. So that wasn't the issue. It wasn't that they, they did give him a fair shot, and he would have gotten next year. I'm quite certain of it. But he, to your point, Rob, I mean, it wasn't a witch hunt. Urban Meyer did these things. Chris, I didn't even mention Tim Tebow. And he did them in people's face. Right. To your point, he hired Chris Doyle and then essentially said, yeah, I did it. What? Exactly. I mean, really. That's what he did. And then we found out a day later, what? You better get rid of him because you got some (laughs) black players on the team, all right? Right. That you need. 
All right. And then he, the, the fine, I mean, that wasn't a huge deal, but there was the fine, remember, in the offseason workouts. Then to your point, Tim Tebow, again, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing him in and I'm switching him to tight end, a position he's never played. Like, the arrogance, and, and, and fine, he, he was arrogant. That, that's not a crime. But everything he did, even with Josh Lambeau, Rob, I'm the head ball coach. I'll kick who I want. He's lucky that he, he kicked is him. so lucky yeah. that Josh Lambeau didn't get up and beat him down. I, I mean, because so, grown men, like, if I come up to you, Rob, and just kick you, you're within your rights to start hitting me. We will fight. Ain't nobody well, kicking mean, right. me. These right. These are we grown men. Right. You shouldn't be doing it to kids either, but I'm just saying it's a like now we're grown men. And, and, and Chris, I do want to add one last thing when I say this, and I talk about Brady Quinn and, and Jimmy Johnson and all these guys and, and LeVar Arrington. Dude, you can be friendly with somebody, but if they make a mistake, you got to call it out like you see it. Just, all right, you remember the Tom Brenneman story in Cincinnati, right, Chris? Longtime broadcaster. His dad, Marty Brenneman, is a friend of mine. Tom's a friend of mine. When that thing went down and he got caught on a hot mic using the F word, talking about gay people, you remember? Right, right. I called him out. It don't mean I don't like Tom. Right. What he did was wrong, Chris. I'm, I'm going to sit up here and say him and Hall because right. I know him. Or he treated me great when I was in Cincinnati. You don't have to do that. And if your friend who's done something wrong gets mad at you, because I'm doing my job, then, then I have to live with it. But I'm not going to compromise myself. And if you guys want to keep listening to these guys and understand most of them, most of them are in bed, they got connections because of agents and friends and all kinds of entanglements, and they're not going to be real with you, and they want to blame the media, don't listen to them because it's crap. It's 100% well, that's why crap. You've, that's why you have the media, because the media is supposed to be independent of all that. All right, and here's another thing that Urban Meyer said, Rob, as he was making his round Sunday on the media. He said, you know, he was talking about the things he did. He said, just society has changed. You think how hard you pushed. I believe there is greatness in everybody, and it's the coach's job to find that greatness, however you do that. Positive encouragement pushing them to be greater, making them work harder, identifying flaws, kick, trying to fix them. I think everything is so fragile right now, and that includes coaching staffs. When I got into coaching, coaches weren't making this kind of money, and they didn't have agents. Everything is so fragile where it used to be team, team, team. Here's what he's saying, Rob. Like, and I agree. You know, I'm, I'm kind of an old-school guy. I don't mind tough, hard coaching. And, and I do think in a lot of ways society's gotten too soft. And you've got a lot of people that never did played a sport at any level determining, well, that's too rough, that's too rough. But there's a happy medium. A lot of things that went on back in the day were wrong. They were over the line. Bobby Knight, who co Rob coached our friend, friend of the show, Isaiah Thomas, legend. Yes. And Isaiah loves him. But Bobby Knight, and he was a legend. I went to his basketball camp in sixth grade. Did he, he slap you us. around? <laughs> no, I mean, I was a tough little kid. No, I'm just saying. But he did, it was great. He came and talked to us, and he showed us film and talked about the film. He, 
He was great at the camp with us little kids, but Rob, a lot of the things he did, he had a whip at practice at times. He he was he choked the kid. That's what ultimately was his downfall. He threw a chair across the court once. Like Bobby Knight was over the top. You could say, "Oh, that's old school." No, it he went too far. And some of the old school coaches went too far. And I get Urban Meyer feeling like, man, when I came in, and even heck, when he was probably at Ohio State a few years ago, you could do, you know, you could say what you wanted. You're the head ball coach, as he said, and what you say goes. But even then, it was probably too far over the top at times of what he did, Rob. And it's a different day. And so there's a happy medium. Again, I don't think we need to go too soft where you can't yell, you can't correct, you can't reprimand with force and things like that. But we don't want to go back to what it was in the old days either where coaches were just running amok and and the the players, you know, you could do anything you wanted to them. So um, it's not an, you can't kick a kid no matter what. Even at Ohio State, you, you, you kicking somebody, like I said, he's lucky. Nobody got up and and smacked him around. 